Yo, it's a stupidly small podcast. This is the roughest intro in history. It's Friday, June 24. Hello, Lauren Clark. Apologies. Hi. How are you? How are you? Oh, uh, I, I was going to say, I actually had in my mind to say, what's going down? Oh, did you have yeah. that in your mind? Yeah. That seems a shame. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, yeah, that's actually very, very dodgy. Yeah. Lozzie, Welcome exciting. to Friday. Yeah. Hooray. I get to see my baby run today, Lozzie. What's that mean? Oh. Well, as you know, I, uh, I have a share in a racehorse and it has its huh? maiden run today. What? Yes. No, you didn't tell me this. Oh, it's a very minor share. When did this happen? It just happens. Things just happen. No, recently you're talking because you've had a share in a racehorse before. Yeah, this is a newie. Newie. <laughs> Anyone interested? It's running today at Geelong Race 2. It's called Knickknack. It's a maiden. It's not. It's its, it's maiden run. Knickknack. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a winning horse. Well, when it's trial by four links, so you never Nick do know. Knack. Imagine yeah. if Nicknack went to the, you know, Nackery. No, it's oh. <laughs> off to the Nicknackery. We've just done it our do- It does remind you of that, though, doesn't it? No, not till you just said that. Um, so I'm driving uh, down to Detroit. And, are you really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Taking a friend, it. and we're. Uh, Could you take a picture of your face when it either wins or loses? When it wins, sure. <laughs> And post it. No, can you take a picture of it for us and put it on our FBP? <coughs> of the horse? Yeah. I can do that. That'd be good. Yeah. Don't forget. Go and introduce myself to the trainer and uh, just say hi. You may have heard of me. I own those three hairs there. Yes. <laughs> See that spot of mud on its back foot? That's my, uh, that's me. Contribution. That's yes. right. So it doesn't matter. You still get an owner's uh, laminate. You still what? get an owner's car, car park Why sticker for you. Your, Really? That's why you do it? Cause you no, get no, a car I'm saying it doesn't matter how small your percentage is, they still give you a bit of a taste of the, uh, the no, but, gay waterhouse but life. But tell me, what, so that's why you do it? Because if it wins, then you could make money? No, look, if it wins, mm. um, I would imagine that any prize money would just go to contribute to its upkeep. And any money that you make yourself would be money you invest on top of your investment. It's just for an interest. It's, you know, it's just something Not you do. Not for an interest. Look it at is. you. You have now... Bought a house, you're getting a boat license, and you've got a share in a racehorse. It's this it, for-profit so neg- Farrell, Farrell thing has just it's gone so negligible. The share, it really is. It's bizarre. almost it's almost embarrassing calling it a share. You know, like it, it is it is a freckle on the top of a donut. <laughs> That's you know. So before you go thinking that I'm getting a, a chauffeured uh, Hummer to the course, yeah. uh, you know. <laughs> Just keep that, that freckle on a donut. That is kind of what I imagine. No, no. No, okay. it's, it's more just for fun. Right. You because, know, you know, today being Friday and uh, if I didn't have this tiny little share in this beautiful little filly. Mm. Uh, oh, don't say that. Filly is a, la- is a term you're allowed to use with a horse. I know, but then that, everybody applies filly. it to women and That's then right. I so, hate so the what? word. Well, bad luck. You might hate the word, but it's actually uh, I used it correctly. I know you did. So Still I makes me sick. But Stop anyway. being an angry little filly over there. Now, <laughs> what it is. Is it, it's given me something to look forward to today. It's given me something to do. And after I... Uh, Your life is not that empty that you I have it Well, that's right. I have a meeting with the bank manager before I go and see Oh, and my God. Who that, are you? That is not to get a loan t- to back the horse, by the way. And, that's just, um, just finalising some docs. At which point in the day are you going to um, get that gold tooth polished? Oh, You know, I've been thinking about that. I wouldn't mind a gold tooth at times. Uh, so this is... This is you. This in is fact, the that's new how you. I could trans- where I could put my wealth because you can't get robbed unless you get punched in the face, and then you know. Imagine wow. if some. Imagine if you had like a full set, mm. top and bottom, mm. of gold teeth. Now, 
You're either a walking advertisement to be robbed. Yeah. Or you're just going to have the toughest non-sensitive teeth ever. Either way, it's pretty good. <laughs> My a, a friend of mine went to the dentist the other day mm. and said to me, um, it was a little more complex than I expected. Something was happening. To, something was getting restructured in her mouth. Anyway, and she said to me, as I was leaving, the dentist said, I don't think I've ever had a patient who's more brave. Oh. And I said, oh, my God, that is wor- those are words I never want to hear from a dentist. Like, mm. you must have just had the most god-awful however many hours it was. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, it, was, uh, it, wasn't, uh, it wasn't great. But I just, I, that's my nightmare. Would you be described as tough in those situations? You know, would you be like brave in the face of something like that? Dentist work. I don't know, pain? Like, well, yeah, you, it's, you just have to knuckle down and do it. Otherwise, the pain, the resulting pain of not doing dental work is. No, I'm not uh, talking necessarily 20-fold. about dental work. I just mean, I just don't know. I just think maybe I'm a bit. Yeah, that's just not something I. Oh, uh, you know, I can cope with pain. Yeah, I think you I might, live with you pain. Might be a bit. Constantly. Oh, yeah, because you got your. How's your back? You haven't complained about your back well, for a year. It's been okay. Well, as you know, and, and today isn't Wednesday, so there's no real Fat Club updates. No. But I have I've restarted as of two weeks ago a, a bit of a, an eating plan and exercise plan. We've stuck to the same one for what, a week now? Two weeks. Because you're fact, all talking about Michelle Bridges for about half an hour. As of this Friday, no, no, I didn't do that. And I was thinking about that when I was walking the other Thank day, God. and I was glad I didn't do that. Yeah. But two and a half weeks in now. Uh, I'll, I'll have a weigh-in on Tuesday morning. So this is the bit where you don't talk about Fat Club? Well, you're the one that asked Sorry. the question. Yeah, So and that's making your back better. Well, I've, I've lost about four and a half kilo in two <coughs> weeks. Mm. And so as the um, as the excess good. comes off, the strain on the joints and the back will obviously be less. I've said this before, but when I was um, pregnant a couple of times, mm. um, I really did think, wow, how do overweight people do it? It is such a strain on your body. Like your back, you saw the back at what? I'm just listening, nodding knowingly. No, you're looking like, yes, you are. I'm I know. not You've looking like anything. some things going on over us, there. Do you tell us, Fanny? I was listening to you. <laughs> anyway, I, apart from the whole being pregnant, on top of, you know, whatever that, whatever that goes along with that, the actual just physical, you're carrying so much sort of, Excess, yeah, it's really hard on your little frame. Mm-hmm. Hardcore, it is, yeah. and hence, uh, as you know, I was inspired by uh, seeing the circus performers a couple of weeks ago, and mm. and and what they can do with their bodies. Ah, oh, so good. And I what I can't do with my body, it really does I'll get make to that you, middle ground. Yeah, it really does make you want to want to like learn how to do some stuff, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, so good. Uh, I had. Uh, I've been having a slightly what's the opposite of FOMO. No, yeah, FOMO. That's yeah. exactly right. No, but yeah, no, but I I was just gonna th- Or NOMO. I was just or gonna NOMO is not missing out. <laughs> no. Huh. Fear of missing out. So yeah. not uh, not missing, missing out. Yeah, People so. when they make an acronym. Yeah. You know, I learned something very interesting in uh, my job the other day. Well I'm I don't have a job as such, I'm a freelancer. Yeah. Oh did Busting Ding work. Well, you know, oh my God, it's completely broken. Your age, your ding gets faulty. <laughs> hey, and, yeah. Uh, oh my God, it's completely broken. No, it's not here. Okay, it's fix not. my ding, baby. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Anyway, I, was, I, I had to uh, submit something as part of my freelance work, and uh, thank you. Yeah. And I learnt the difference between an abbreviation and an acronym, which I previously didn't Please know. Please tell me what that is. Well. I was submitting stuff mm. uh, describing things as acronyms. Right. And a producer got back to me and said, hi, uh, can you just – Oh, well, I, every email I get back to me mm. is through a second party. Yeah. So the email is forwarded through – I've got one entry point into the, the brave new world yeah. and everything's fu- funneled through her and through me and back through her and out to them. Oh, my God, this is so confusing. Yeah, I anyway, see. Yeah, she's, so, your, she's your middle person. So a producer emailed my middle person and yeah. said, can you just tell Stuart this? Yeah. And I thought it was, and I hadn't realised, but uh, an acronym is uh, an abbreviation of first letters, obviously, Mm. that can be said as a word. Did not know that. An abbreviation is just letters that don't form a word. Is that right? So, for instance, NASA is an acronym. Yes. Whereas the FBI is an abbreviation. Amazing. Hmm. It's a little tidbit out there for your Friday morning. That is so good. Yeah, I love that one. Hmm. That's an excellent one. What the hell were we talking about before that? Talking about you have oh, a nomo, missing out. Yeah, so which no, is an acronym. But except it's not because <laughs> no, no, because in, in forming acronyms, you are allowed you to use a secondary just, letter uh, to make. Can you? Sh- you cannot. You can. There are can ones you? out there. There right. was one I saw yesterday. Okay. Uh, uh, reason I say <laughs> that is uh, that yes, the ob- I was going to say the opposite of smug and Freud. Oh, you know, like is there an opposite of like and Freud? Sad and Freud, or no, 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 like genuine pride. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, smug and Freud. No. For those who don't know, you should explain. Smug and Freud is when you feel smug at someone else's misfortune. Misfortune. It's Not basically just, an appropriation of Schadenfreude that we've. But, but, but you're feeling but you've smug. Got a, it's got to be more smug yeah. rather than. Yeah. Although that, I think I think Schadenfreude is actually that. Although ours is a bit more. Um, Na- not nasty or, or nastier? No, it's not nasty, but it's... Pettier. It, we're more petty. Petty, yeah, yeah, more petty. All right. Anyway. Well, um, we can admit it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but anyway, the, the, I was not really meaning the opposite, but you know that feeling where you um, you have... A, like So, th- as you have alluded, FOMO in the sense that I've got some of my best friends in the world or some of my most hilarious peeps mm. live in London, right? Yes. Um and I just picture them all the time being in London together, but they're not. They're just mm. they're doing their own thing. They have their own lives, whatever. But another friend of mine is going over there. Doesn't have heaps of people. In fact, doesn't really know anyone. And so I said, "Oh, you got to hang out with my friends." So I group messaged them and mm-hmm. said, "Guys, you're hanging out with this person. with this person. Mm-hmm. It's going to be nice. Have a nice night. <laughs> Love from me, right?" Yeah. And then I got all the photos and I got all the – it was so fun. And I missed out so much on this beautiful – like all of – not all, like some of them couldn't make it. But And there's another thing being organised and just like it wasn't smug and Freud but it was it was annoyed and Freud or something, you know, like missing out and Annoyed and Freud. <laughs> Don't I don't mind an Odin Freud. Freud's Write it down. <laughs> an Odin Freud's not bad because I was a little bit just oh, jealous. Jealous. Hmm. Yeah, that I wasn't there. But at the same time, how it is kind of does seem a bit miraculous, doesn't it? When you see, I've seen that friend two days before, and then all of a sudden she's on the other side of the world with my other friends hmm. who are all coexisting at the same time, and I'm receiving emails throughout the evening about throughout my sleep, you know, hmm. about you know what ridiculous things are going on um 
It's that's very. Uh, this is kind. Of, it's kind of delicious and kind of annoying. Delicious. Thank you, Bruce McAvaney. Yeah, you don't like the word delicious. Is it because of? It's because Bruce has bruised it. Well, Bruce uh, used it to describe to describe a footballer, Cyril Rioli, and oh, yeah. uh, disgustified the word for everybody <laughs> that uh, heard it that Another night. Another good word, yeah. Stuart. Another good. word. I don't word. think it's good as what was yours? Annoyed and Freud. Annoyed and Freud. I think it gets word of the day. Do you think so? Yeah. Oh, some good uh, competition though. Well, yes, but an Auden Freud and Disgustified, I mean, should be in uh, the Macmillan, Pan Macmillan uh, 2016 <laughs> second half of the year dictionary. Um, you know, the the Disgustified in relation to, uh, who was it? Not Eddie Maguire, the other one, Bruce McAvaney. Bruce. Um, does bring to light a, a spectacular... Uh, what would you describe it as? A, a, a spectacular area of um, linguistic interest, which is sport. Right. And our good friend, Leaving Larry L, who we've plugged before, mm-hmm. but he is just, he's great at skewering the way people use language in sport. In fact, you can catch that every Sunday in the Age newspaper. That for is those, uh, online or in Melbourne? Yes. Uh, and they're always, I mean, honestly. No, it, you don't like sport and you like his column. I know. Mm. I think that, that's... Because it transcends sport as such and it's more of a observation of the stupidity surrounding it. Of the stupidity, stupidity oh yeah, surrounding it and about sort of language. And as usual, if you think about, I mean, sport, it, it can always be a bit of a metaphor for something else. So, mm. you know, the way people use, the way people talk about something is... Uh, an examination to how people behave as well. So that whole lionising certain things or um, describing, trying to make something sound amazing when actually it's just. Well, you were talking about it's that. It's called in OTT. That's an abbreviation, and uh, they get a bit over the top. Uh, was it what was it? Abbreviation. abbreviation? Oh, we're not going to ding every abbreviation <laughs> acronym user. No, it. just when you get a bit smug about t- teaching us something you've already taught us. Well, I'm just re- <laughs> reiterating it uh, because, you know, people forget. Hey, Stu, are you going to your um, new home on the weekend? Oh, no. To Why just, I don't know, do blockies and... Uh, I might go today. Might drive past on my way to the racetrack. Of course you will. You couldn't not, could you? Mm. Do you want to do it all the time? Yes. Yeah. You I want to live there. Yeah, oh, it's so cool. I just want to be in my boat sitting in the bay. Oh, my Lord, who well, are you? Well, are I'm you the gonna guy get, that's going to catch my own dinner. Are you going to get one of those money clips? <laughs> what, am I going to be a bus conductor? <laughs> I know I need a job, <laughs> but really. A clip like that. A money. 35 cents, thank you. Up the back. <laughs> no, I meant one of those. Like gold things that you fold your fifties over Money instead clip. of a walla. That's what I said. Did Money you? clip. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what did you think I said? Uh, I don't know. A money <laughs> dispenser or something. <laughs> no. Are uh. you going to get one of those and then just like you know hand out fifties and stuff to kids who? Well, so the idea is rich people don't hand out fifties. <clears> They may display the fact they've got them, but they right. don't give you nothing. Yeah. How, how do you think the rich get their money? Unless it's inherited, of course, or they're very yeah. successful in business. Yeah. But a lot of uh, people with money mm. don't like to share it. Yeah. Hence, uh, what was it? You know, the, the sayings are, he's still got the first dollar he ever owe, uh, ever earned or, yeah. um, you know, wouldn't shout if a shark bit him. All these yeah, sort of yeah. things <laughs> uh, denote uh, <laughs> That's a good tightness. one, isn't it? That's yes. a good one. Now, I've got to dedicate that one to my friend Dunks in Mullenbooby. That's great. That's mm. awesome. King of the old school uh, sayings. I like people who are like that. Oh, he's got them all. 
Oh, really? That's mm, awesome. Mm. I I don't have enough people like that in my life anymore. Yeah, people like that that have that sort of stuff have lived life. Now, this Yet, guy, uh, he's, uh, he's 30 years older than me. Right. Uh, you know, he, publican Jeez. from Sydney. Still alive? Uh, very, and it's, uh, he's still alive. Thank <laughs> you very much. A hundred million, is he? No, he's 70. Oh, that's right. We've revealed your age yesterday. yesterday. What but, a shame. Uh, my age... Yeah. By pretending that you're That's 60 right. can't work anymore. But, uh, and, uh, you know, he he was described as a, you could describe him as a colourful character, for instance. Oh, you've told us about him before. He's a, a lovely man. Uh, in fact, I'll probably go and visit him in July. Yeah. Uh, and learn some more sayings. But, um, and yeah. you'll, and you, that's where you visit your friends, the hippies, isn't it? No, they're not hippies. They're, they're the, well, one, one half of that household isn't hippies. No, but you've Although been I spoke to the other half of the household on the Wednesday, actually. And, she was uh, complaining about hippies, and I consider her a hippie. So right. that's what. I, but no, I wasn't referring to them. No, I was saying you will no, as hippies. you travel up the thing. You will. You will. The meet stinker meter starts getting off oh, the charts until you wow. hit uh, the patchouli patch of uh, <laughs> Malambimi, and then your nostrils start <laughs> the patchouli flaring. Patch. <laughs> there is no greater insult. The patchouli mm. patch. Oh. Anyway. Um, so that's anyway. how rich people get the meat. So no, I won't be uh, – as, uh, as you he, know, for-profit Farrell doesn't give away pineapples anymore. Can I ask you, does he – so he speaks like that and uses that language mm. and has lived a life. Does he – is he an outdoors guy? Like uh, could he, you know, if if the apocalypse came, could he build a house out of – No. No. No, no. He's paid people to do that. Right, okay. He's had a lovely, beautiful house in Lavender Bay. Right. Down near uh, – What's her name, Whiteley? Oh, right. So he, he would. <laughs> What's her name, Whiteley? Is it Betty Whiteley? Can't remember. Don't Judy just Whiteley. Don't just say names. Jody Whiteley? Don't say names. <laughs> Jemima Whiteley. Whiteley. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. He, he would have someone come in. But, no, but a fantastic gardener. Likes right. To okay. He oh, finds yeah. out his peaceful place. Well, there you go. So, a man that we're talking about that nobody knows anything about. No, no, no. But the reason but, I, I ask is that I have often thought that people who know great sayings. Hmm. Often have a kind of outdoorsy thing about them. No, well, no, I, I think you can put like them into two categories. Office-y. You can have knockabouts, that yeah. are, uh, uh, tradey types, right? Or people that maybe spend a lot of time at racetracks. He I was the latter. See, yeah, yeah. No, that's I mean, true. That's colourful true. character. <laughs> that's true. Not handyman. Yeah, colourful, and he wasn't a painter. Anyway, Lauren Clark, it's Friday. We have to move on. I've got can we talk a, about uh, some a, more of your friends. I've got a bank <laughs> managers meeting to get to. Oh my god, I don't know if I. If you completely by uh, next... Is this 1970? I'm going to see a bank manager. I'm actually just... Get, <laughs> I want to see the manager. I'm going to open an account today. <laughs> get my passbook ready. Now, yeah. I'm off to see just a consultant now. Mm. You don't see the bank manager. Oh, just before we go away, yes. the whole old school visit of a bank thing, a bank mm. manager, uh, I, went to, uh, I went to a doctor well, the other day. Well, you didn't use Dr. Google. I know. and uh, it, But for a child. Mm. And... It wasn't my usual doctor. And the doctor gave her a lolly. So? So that's what we used to get when we were kids. You'd go to the doctor. I never got that. I had Didn't real you? tight doctors. Oh, no. We had like the Greensboro GP. Uh, what was that? Main Street, I think. Used to get, give you, it, it, just mm. hand over and it was jelly beans and you got to pick yourself a couple yeah, of jelly, jelly beans. Jelly beans always used to be in the front counter of the chemist as well. Yeah. but So they were, they were perceived to be a healthy lolly. I know. just sugar drops. No, they're but not you know, at all. They're the, 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 the GP the that works within my family, no, the, a member of my family visits, not, not a member of oh, the right, family. Right, yeah. I'm very, he was my GP as a kid and I'm very dubious of him. Yeah. In fact, he discovered uh, a, uh, what would you call it, a uh, terminal illness in someone quite close to me. 
and told him, and, and told this person, I oh, don't worry about it, just keep drinking and it doesn't matter at your age. I was like, what? Oh my God. And I said, You didn't hear doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> GPs, eh? Can't live with them. No, but point Can't is, that's, that's definitely old school. Like, I'm sure yeah. somewhere there and is I think legislation. This who's been told that just likes that advice? Yeah, oh yeah, totally. You know I mean? And it probably, he probably didn't say that. He probably said, you know, at your age, you don't need to. Oh, no, no. I, you reckon? Oh, I know. Oh, my God. Mm. You reckon I know can. Do you know every time I say you reckon now, it's in my head, a Stu Farrell goes, I know can. <laughs> well, How is that even a saying? Anyway, I don't know. Stu, where, where were we up to? Well, I hit the music and then we'll go to uh, right. what's in your phone. All right, I'll do that thing then. Stupid. Stuart, yeah. um, something you'd be really interested in that I thought I'd just alert people to. Yes, dear. <laughs> it's called uh, – so Playwriting Australia is uh, does a thing called the National Play Festival and it goes around Australia and it, this time it's in Melbourne. Hooray! Yay! All your favourite playwrights, Oh, uh, look, tell me, it's not a festival of playwrights unless Michael Gower is involved. Is he there? <laughs> Michael Gow is involved. Yes. Congratulations on your Googling skills. Look at Ben um, Bedham. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, I know what I'm uh, going to be doing for the next week and a half. Yeah, that's it. You will be obsessively. Festival. So, listen, Festival. it's the National Play Festival. The only reason I'm telling anybody about it is because um, I figure there might be some people who are interested in playwriting who listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why yeah, not? Um, but also, it's good. It's, it's Marmaduke, come to the door. Really? That's how plays work, is I it? I think so. Marmaduke, come to the door. <laughs> I'm quite sure. <laughs> Patty, where's Patty? Patty, 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 Patty. Really? Yes. <laughs> Oh, wow. Um, good. So the uh, – I just can't quite get that out of <laughs> Well, that's a good play then, is it? It stays with it's you. It's lots of um, – there were – I did used to do uh, – a few friends and I used to do – there was a period just before everything broke and got new again in theatre in Australia, mm. which about which I wrote an essay, which you can read in Mianjin, well, everybody. I have. Um, have you? I don't think so. No. <laughs> it's I've about read one of your Mianjin um You read the, comedy, the yeah. comedy festival one, yeah. yeah. No, this one's about um about theatre in Australia and how the, it was right at the turning point where there was this kind of new wave happening, which is now quite an embedded wave. But anyway, point so you is... you were on the cusp. You oh, were talking wrote, about it before I, it happened. I did, I know. Player. Um, <laughs> damn straight. Anyway, um, Mianjin, by the way, the... The Defunded. publication for which I wrote both of those articles and a few others, um, those were big essay pieces which you can't really write unless you've got um, somebody sponsoring you in some way. And Mianjin with the Cal, the copyright agency, um, got together and decided to enable writers in Australia to do this and to write about culture and things that kind mm. of question, raise questions about things. This is an essay piece. And... Um, they, but for them, but for that, I wouldn't have been able to write those pieces and they were actually incredibly important for my kind of career in a way. And Mianjin is, as you say, now not, no longer funded. Um, Still going. By the government. So you can go and donate um, some money to them if you are interested in that. And if you've read anything from there before, 
Anyway, they uh, the, the the new wave thing. We a few friends and I before it happened when we were all just going to the theater and going, my God, the theater is just the worst. You pay money and you go, and and MTC and all these mm. all these places that the kind of mainstream theater companies were having all these really fraught things where you'd get an email going, um, MTC wants, you know, you get two free movie tickets if you turn up to the MTC to answer questions about why young people aren't going to theatre and stuff okay. because they were just Did, like, why so is nobody coming to our plays? And you'd go to um, the, pl- uh, the, you'd be the youngest person in the room. I've d- described this to you before. Yeah, the doctor's time, wives. The time when I went to, well, doctors are also wives often. No, but, but was, isn't that the cliche? It is a cliche, but I went to um, one one doctors time. Doctors are also wives, did you say? Yeah, right. Some of them. Yeah. Um, I wives went of doctors. <sighs> this whole funny yeah, sexism thing. No, it's not work. funny sexism. You had to point out, even though I was mentioning a, a, an old. Stupid cliche. I know that is trotted out in these circumstances. No, no, I just had to point it out so that we knew that we were. You know what? The last doctor I saw was a woman. Wow! Some right? of your best doctors are women. Some of my best doctors <laughs> are women. So you know, I am enlightened. Anyway, point is, I went to the MTC. Remember, I told you about this. It was for the. It was when I was researching the um the Mianjin article. Yes. And I went. I've got to be objective. I've got to make sure that I'm not just overly cynical about this. And I turned up to the MTC. And one person mistook me for a school student. Wow, that's easy done. And one person, but I was in my thirties, I think, or late twenties. Current day, yes, easy done. (laughs) Anyway, and the and and another person asked if an usher asked if I could not give up my seat at the end of the row and swap for the middle seat, so that the man who had a drip attached to his arm on a stick could sit there. Right, all drippy. So it was the audience was very old. And the plays were very um, there Sinky. was this, the last sort of new wave of Australian theatre was um, the the kind of right Australian we need Australian voices. So you the know, Williamson like era you're talking Williamson, about. Williamson, Summer of the Seventeenth Doll, Lola, like all those the sorts of Cats. shows. <laughs> I'm just trying to contribute. <laughs> What were you singing before? What was it? I don't know. It's a player. Take saw. a seat at the table or something. <laughs> anyway. Um, and they all and, – and that was re- a really important yes. movement because prior to that, our – Shut up. It was an important movement. Prior to that, our Australian lives were not represented in theatre. So you go to the theatre and you go, I'm watching an Ibsen play, right? Yeah. So – that was your first wave of Australian thing, and mm. but it just lasted. That people just sort of kept repeating it and repeating it and repeating it. So that by the time this time, when I was my friends and I were doing these impersonations of MTC theatre shows, mm-hmm. it was like da- the, the, the David Williamson play number seven thousand, mm-hmm. and it was lots of people standing around in the kitchen arguing and walking in and out of doors and going, "I can't believe you know you and." You know, well, granddad voted for Menzies, slam and stuff like just like it was completely great, ludicrous. And oh. we had this whole we could we could basically do a mock David Williamson, yeah. that version of a show. Anyway, and then what happened was <clears throat> um, outside in the little, you know, back theatres that aren't that aren't the mainstream ones, people started a um, getting old Ibsen plays and like under. Un- popular um, w- sort of 
or old classical works mm. and reimagining them in, and putting them and sort of setting them in contemporary, but it wasn't Australian. It wasn't like, here's a play about asylum seekers, you know, make you think and stuff. It was more, uh, here's a play about being human. Does it make you think about things? Oh, it might resonate on the asylum seeker issue. You know what I mean? It's that right. was that sort of thing. And that was the, was new in the background that I was describing in Wasn't my obvious. article. Anyway, Stuart, thank you for contributing to this conversation. Well, I'm helping. You are. You're very, very I'm lovely. The point is, if any of I'm this is... Fi- I fix things. Oh, God. <laughs> if anything at all has interested you about this, apart from what Stu said, which is probably most most interesting thing anyone's <laughs> ever heard. Shut um, up. You're you, rude. You can go to... Uh, I'll put the link up. But Playwriting Australia and... Mm. It's down at the Mould House. It lasts for like three days. It's it's very scant. There's not a lot to it. But there are play readings, which look which sounds good. Okay. Um, there are um, artist talks. There's a playwrights program. So if you are interested in like the art of writing a play, you can go and listen to um, some people tell you how to do it. Not tell you how to do it, but talk to you about it. Um, and I don't think I'm in town. And uh, we've got a podcast to do stuff. No, it's over. It's twenty seventh to thirtieth of July. Oh, it's ju- oh, 30th of July, very important day. Oh, you won't be anywhere that day, Lauren Clark. Totally. Yeah. The only one place you'll be that is sitting at a table, exploding out of a cake. <laughs> <laughs> you better. Um. Anyway, look, I'll put the link up to that for the one person who to whom that's going to be rubbish. Of any we interest. have a very um. Actually, we have a very literary audience, so uh, I dare say that many would be involved in the play festival at the end of July. Uh, can I leave you with? <laughs> <laughs> thought, Lauren Clark. Yes, please. Now, you Birthday can tell me boy. if this is offensive. Well, yes. we can start celebrating now if you like. Yeah. Now, you know, Pauline Pantsdown. Yes. She retweeted. Um, She's a, by the way, for those who don't, Pauline Pantsdown is a kind of satirical version of a marginal, very racist uh, Australian politician called Pauline Hanson. Yes. Oh, anyway, Stuart. you know, you know when you read something the first time and it's funny, then it's been sitting open for ages, and then you read it again, it's not that funny. Yeah. Well, it's funny, but it's not like it eats you in the guts like your first read. Right. I'm gonna. St- it doesn't matter, so I'm not gonna read it. Oh <laughs> come on. Oh well, no, it's just he, Pauline. She retweeted something. Yeah. And uh, from Rikus. Yeah. Who says all I'm saying is if Trump were really a friend of the gays, because there's a. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, one of us would have fixed his wig and makeup by now. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, well, That's good. Which I liked. But then as it sat there over on my phone for a while, it just diminished like an yeah, ice that cream in happen. the sun. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Lozzie, yes. Uh, <clears throat> how do people get in contact with us just in case they'd like to say hi over the weekend? Uh, they can get in contact with you by finding us on Facebook. We're stupidly big on Facebook. They can find us on Twitter. We're stupidly big there. They can find us online. We're stupidlybig.com. They can also, uh, and they can contact us there, by the way, in the contact us page. Stu, they can also go to iTunes and give us a rating or a review, which six people haven't been doing. Six stars, um, six stars only. And um, have a lovely weekend. Have a good day Thank with. You. Knickknack, race two in Geelong. Knickknack. That's right. Philly just irks me. But um, <laughs> also, just a bit of housekeeping. Don't forget, we do get inquiries about this. That our good friends down at Alex Russell Wines have got their EOF, EOFY thing going on. Yes. And you have to put the thing in at checkout. They'll tell you all about to get the uh, stupidly small discount of 20%. If you don't want to know what he's talking about, you can go to the Facebook page. Yes. That's right. And next week, mm. you want to be an alert listener because we have we a do. wonderful new sponsor. 
and the wonderful new sponsor has provided a very family-friendly gift for those uh, that are living in Melbourne or uh, would like to visit Melbourne to claim said gift. Competition time. Uh, competition time. We're going to work our brains out over the week and work out how it's going to work, mm. but we've got all week to run it, and we'll announce next Friday the winner. But you've got to be a little bit more... Uh, Lauren doesn't like that idea. Yeah, a little what? Bit, well, you squinted at me when I said that all we think about it. So, <laughs> we've got a weekend to talk about it. Lauren Clark, <laughs> get your money on Knickknack. Good I to will. see you. I will, so that you can cash in on that. Actually, don't get your money on Knickknack because it ruins my odds. Oh, well, that's but true. I get to yeah. cash in. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I don't know who you're becoming. I'm not sure I like it. I'll oh. see you on Monday. Yes, Bye-bye.